0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Refuge Church Podcast. You may recognize my voice, but I'm not Pastor Dan. Uh, I'm Ryan, and this is... I'm Mike. This Mike over there across the table from me. So Pastor Dan is not here today, Um, so we're picking it up without him. He trusted us enough to do this once, and he said, I trust you enough to do it again. Take two. So we'll see if he still trusts us after this episode, (laughs) but... We're excited because we're coming back. You know, the, the whole point of this podcast, if you're new, is just kind of looking at what is discipleship. We're going beyond just showing up Sunday morning. We're going into what does it look like to walk with Jesus, to be disciples, to make disciples in an everyday common space. You know, where you are in your home, with your family, with your work, you know, wherever you are in life. And so we've been really honing in on prayer. And so last time we talked about just prayers that move. And so this week, I think it's going to be a fun episode because we're just really talking about where have we seen the power of prayer? Where have we seen God really show up in moments that we can say, yeah, that was a prayer that, that and I love, I, I think it was last week I, I quoted Ian e. Bounds. He says, prayer moves the hand that moves the world you know, prayer moves the hand, right. Of God who moves everything, you know, and and that's pretty cool. So we're just going to break right into this and just, uh, Mike, tell me about, you know, some, some time in your life where you can look back on now, or maybe in the moment, uh, and, and just share with us, you know, a prayer that you felt really moved.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as a quick disclaimer before we really get into this time together, uh, we, don't, we don't have a method or there's no alchemy to what we're doing. Yeah. Um, the correlation does not equate causation mm-hmm. uh, whenever it comes to just praying with, with God and these prayers that move. Um, so these stories that we're about to share, uh, it's not like there's a recipe. Like we, we haven't done things time and time again. And there have been moments in ministry where I've, you know, whether preaching wise or leading worship, and I've been like, man, that rocked. And I've done the exact same thing (laughs) Uh and it's just like tanked. And so like uh, sometimes God just moves. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we're sharing some of those stories that we have. So for me, Uh, I'm going to do my best to just protect some confidentiality in the midst Mm -hmm. of this. Uh, but it really was just this incredible, incredible story start to finish to just see, uh, the hand of God. So, um, I have friends who are very near and dear to me. They are kind of within, I guess you could call it like my inner circle. Um, and uh, they, uh, I know the family well. As a result, so a situation came up where uh, a brother in in this family uh, needed a new liver, mm-hmm. um, and his doctors were like, "Yeah, it's it's going to be an issue. You'll probably need this." Um, I mean, he's he's in his late twenties. They were like, "Ah, when you're like forty five, we'll start to look and get yeah. you on a transplant list." Like, it's an issue, but just do these things. Well, um you know, fast forward and all of a sudden he was like, they were like, you need to get on the transplant list like now, wow. like it's bad. So they're looking mm-hmm. at, at just some different, um, options and things like that. And, and they're looking for, um, uh, just a donor mm-hmm. because the liver is incredible. If you look into that, what it can do. And so my buddy, uh, who was his brother wanted to, um, see if he was a match and he wasn't. Uh, but his fiance was, and so they get married and, uh, like they had the wedding planned and everything. And I think it was uh, three weeks, Hmm. maybe six weeks, something like that after the wedding. Um, she and this brother are in the hospital, uh, to have this procedure done. Like it was that urgent, wow. like it, it's bad. So, uh, we, uh, I go in, um, they, I told them, I, I, you know, anything that they needed and they asked if I'd be there. So I'm there mm-hmm. and, um, and we are breaking all sorts of rules, like mm-hmm. it's COVID and everything mm-hmm. and not and like in the midst of COVID, but yeah. So, um, and I got a little bit of a pass from the hospital cause I was like this spiritual advisor and people <laughs> yeah. don't want to mess around with that. So anyway, they were limited to two visitors each, even though it was like one family. So, um, like the new husband is obviously there. Who's also the brother. Uh, so that's one out of four. I'm there, but I didn't really count. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, the brother's parents were both there. And so they had talked to the doctors ahead of time and they were like, oh yeah, no, you guys can just like basically tag in, tag out of like the parking lot and all of that. They, they cleared this with a bunch of people Well, they get to the waiting room and that's not an option. They're not letting that happen at all. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's, and it becomes this whole huge thing. So. Anyway, the, the, we're, we're sitting in the waiting room and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't really know what to do. So I just have my Bible. I was reading through it at the time and I just started in the Psalms. Um, and so I know this situation's going on in the back. Uh, they've taken them both back for the, the prep and then for the surgery, it's going to be a long thing. Um, and, uh, I am just trying to be available to my friends and to their family that I know. So I start reading Psalm one. Mm-hmm. And I I got, I think like 10 to 15 Psalms in and was like, and I would pray periodically, but then I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to read a Psalm and then I'm just going to pray and then I'm going to read a Psalm. And I'm going to pray and that way I'm going to stay active and engaged in what's going on, but also just be in prayer. And and now you might go, Mike, how can you just like keep praying and praying and praying and praying? Well, like the nice thing is when you read the Psalms that kind of guided my prayer a little bit, because Mm -hmm. it would, I I could try to apply that to the situation, but also it it just, it, it postured my heart in in Mm -hmm. a different way. But then even, I mean, echoing the, I think it's in, it's in Leviticus or numbers, right? But that song, the blessing, right? Like Lord, Mm -hmm. like, you know, would you just turn your face towards, you know, so and so and so and so, towards the doctors? Would you make it shine upon them in this mm-hmm. moment, God? Even regardless of where their faith is with you, God, would you just allow your glory to be manifested? Allow them to just see who you are. Would this be I mean, they're at they're down in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's renowned for their doctors and everything. They had two of the best surgeons in the country working on them. Wow. Right. So keep that in the back of your mind. So we're back in the waiting room and uh my friend, uh, her mom does not take Smoke from anybody, and is going at it with the person that's running the waiting room, and I'm like, oh, jeez, we're all gonna get thrown out of here because they weren't playing around. Mm-hmm. So the mom leaves, and then the manager comes over, and I was like, oh, here we go. And in the whole time that I saw that exchange happening, I kind of paused where I was, and I was just praying. I was like, God, oh, we just need you to work. Like yeah. this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can only imagine what's going on yeah. and saying the names and all that stuff. And um, and I was like, would you just make it better than? we could ever think Mm -hmm. or imagine and so the manager comes over and she kind of chastises us a little bit but then she's like we have a room that is like nobody really knows about it's tucked away behind these offices just go there Mm. so we go there we're able to have all of us together now there's no tagging in and out and we walk into this room and it is like there's windows there's a (laughs) Garden. It's mm-hmm. like it's peaceful. It is quiet. It is just like it's just us sitting in there. Yeah. Um, it's not this stressful waiting room of like pre-surgery and the anxieties of people that are going in and out of these surgeries and things like that. Um, which was very cramped and loud and noisy. And there's no one that's like yelling at anybody. There's a door to go outside and then come back inside. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a couple of the parents smoked. They could just walk outside, walk back in, and you can experience the sun. Like, everything I was like, wow. oh my goodness, Lord. So, I just keep going and just walking through the Psalms, right? Psalm... 119 was long, but like, and just praying and just walking through. And we were starting to get some of these updates and things like that. that were just incredible. Mm -hmm. And I could just feel the spirit working and moving. And the predominant prayer that whole time was just, God, would you just be with these surgeons? Would you just allow Mm -hmm. this to be the best surgery that they have ever done? God would, would, would they get in there and just see that you are God and how you are working and moving in the midst of all of this. And so There were definitely some stressful moments and things like that, but there were other little things that, that would, you know, come up and happen. And I just start praying about it and God would move Mm. like, and he was just and I mean, it's stuff that honestly I can't even fully remember, um, which is a shame considering the depth of the story. But what I'll never forget was as I was praying and I hit this point of full confidence Mm. in God working and moving Mm -hmm. that scripture tells us not to test God. Hmm. Right. But there's also moments where scripture kind of tells us to test God. And there's a difference in that testing, right? We don't want to push We don't want to find out where the line is, mm. but there's moments in the old Testament where God's like, I like where he almost throws down this gauntlet where he's like, put me to the test, mm. see if I'm God. Um, and what I can do. And I, I felt this nudge in my spirit where it was like, go ahead, just put me to the test. Mm. Okay. God. And and i just started man i just started praying and just really praying in the midst of those moments and like there was stuff that started to happen in my personal life and everything too which was weird but coming out of their surgery yeah so the surgeons both came out and said that was one of the best procedures that we've ever done well yeah that ever could have happened um they got they got my buddy's wife uh done like done, stitched up in her room, everything. I think an hour and a half early. Yeah. Like they were supposed to give us updates at certain points. And mm-hmm. at one point they didn't give us an update. And we we're like, oh no, is something wrong? And then the phone rings like literally 15 to 20 minutes late. And we're all like yeah. on pins and needles a little bit. And they're like, yeah, she's in a room. We we're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, she wants to see her husband.
0: Yeah. Wow. And That's we're like,
1: of... what are you talking about? And they're mm-hmm. like, she's done. Like they said it was like bingo, bango, bongo, done. But then they got the liver in. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff and every <laughs> every vein took. Wow. Every single one took. And this is the kicker. Like I'm I'm almost confident some of you medical professionals, if you're listening, are gonna be like, That's not true. Just hear me out. He didn't need a single blood transfusion.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Like in the midst, like he didn't need a single blood transfusion in the midst of that entire, they're like, we've never seen that ever happen before. Like in the midst of just like the way that God was moving and working in it, I mean, it was just, it was absolutely incredible. Like we walked out of there and like both parents and everything were like, you better use this in a sermon one day. Like this is (laughs) nuts. But even to just think Mm -hmm. too, like how God, like how he brought this woman into my, my, my buddy's life Mm -hmm. who eventually literally saved his brother's life. Mm. And did it just willingly and everything. And I really think God just, I mean, he honored that in that moment yeah. and everything. And it, it had nothing to do with me, mm. but I, it, cause if it wasn't me, I think God would have brought somebody else to pray,
0: mm.
1: but just sitting through that and just praying and, praying and 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 doing it diligently. And I mean, let me tell you 150 Psalms, mm. there were some tired prayers in the midst of uh, that. And some mm-hmm. of them were two seconds long. Yeah. But then there were others where I was like, okay, like just going through the grind and just Mm -hmm. trying to honor that for my friends and trying to go before the throne and just intercede. And God really honored it and moved in a way that I have, Mm -hmm. I've never seen him move like that before. It was awesome.
0: That's amazing. Praise God. That's, I mean, those are, those are the moments where it's like, I feel like that builds your faith, right? Oh yeah. You know, when you go through something like that and it's like, you really start feeling like that urge to pray. And then you start seeing like the actual tangible shiftings and happenings and effects. And it's like, wow, God, you are incredible.
1: It was moment by moment by moment, just the things that, that, that continued to happen. And I mean, it was, it was, you know, I struggle because of how often this gets taken out of context, the whole, you can ask for anything in my name and Mm -hmm. it'll be given to you. I really felt in that moment Hmm. I was that confident yeah. in praying and just watching God move yeah. that I was like, Oh yo, I could ask for anything yeah, yeah, yeah. in his name again mm-hmm. according to his will and his mm-hmm. purposes, right? That's that's the point. But in, and I was like, It's happening. Yeah. Like he's moving. This is and I was and
0: I just wanted to walk out and be like, Let me tell you who my God is. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And my I go to, like, I think it's Psalm 37 where it says, you know, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Mm. And there's something in that, like, coming to God, delighting in Him, that it's like He actually puts His desires inside of you, and then, yeah, you ask whatever you want because you're asking what He gave <laughs> you. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's, like, the beauty of that scripture, too, is ask whatever you want in my name. It's like, well, if you're actually following Jesus and you're actually asking according to his will, then yeah, totally.
1: Um, Yeah. What about for you? What's a,
0: tell us a story. All right. Story time. Um, So I have some really close friends from college and they got married pretty much right out of school. And uh, unfortunately just over time, they really were devastated by having miscarriages. I mean, they were just really, really, I mean, we're we're talking in the matter of a few years, I think they had five or six miscarriages. And I, you know, I remember just talking to my buddy just throughout the years and they were really messed up, you know, just on the inside, you know, and just like, just so beat down and so just tired and just so just wrestling with life and suffering and difficulty and, and, um, they really were praying about adopting and they were super excited about it. They were a little, little nervous. And so he and I had talked a lot about adoption and, and man, oh man, it was like so cool to see God really like, you know, opening them up that that was now like they were fully sold out. With, right we're going to adopt, you know, this kid and whatnot. And, 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 you know, it's just really cool to see even scripture that God was bringing to mind. And, um, and so I was going to have the opportunity to visit them when I was down uh, South for work. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to show up and they're like in the midst of like getting all the adoption paperwork and things filled out. And, you know, I'm like literally like rolling up to their house, never been there before. And, uh, I was listening to a sermon actually, And I felt in that moment like God wanted me to pray for them about the miscarriages. Okay. And so I felt super nervous, super just like, uh, I don't know about this. Like this, I don't have a kid. You know, I know really nothing about miscarriages or any, like, I just felt really uncomfortable and said, well, Lord, just make it really clear if, if you want me to do this, you know? And, and so we get in I'm talking to my friend, his wife was still at work. And he's like, Hey man, like if we feel, if we seem a little off tomorrow, it's, it's not you like, just know like tomorrow's the one year anniversary of our oldest child passing away. Wow. And I was like, okay, Lord, clearly of all the weekends, you know, and I was going to maybe be there a few different weekends. I was like, I'm here this weekend for a very specific reason. So I said, okay, Lord, I'll I'll pray. (laughs) You know, I was like, I don't know what to pray, but I'll, I'll pray for them. And so I woke up the next morning and I just spent some time with the Lord personally in prayer and just a lot of time just listening. And I was just like, okay, God, how do you want me to pray for these, for my friends? And I was so scared with what I thought he was saying to me, which was pray that she would have life in her womb, that they would have a child. And it was, I forget the prayer for my, my buddy, but it was basically pray that she would be healed and that she would have a, have a baby, a biological child. And I was like shaking. I was like, um, are you sure? I, I, I don't know about this. And so You know, I just started writing stuff down, things that I felt like very specific things that God was putting on my heart. And then at the very end, you know, I was like, Lord, I'd love to just share a verse that would be like encouraging to them. And I (laughs) immediately, the end of Psalm 23 came to mind where, you know, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. You will dwell in the presence of the Lord or the house of the Lord forever. And I was just like, Oh Lord, really? Like, it's just so cliche. You know, I'm like Psalm 23. And that's (laughs) like, ah, like, you know, I love it. I love it. I love it. But I was like, you know, Lord, is there something? And it just felt like that was, that was what I was supposed to share with them. So I come down, I'm like nervous as can be. And I just like, you know, Hey guys, I really feel like God wants me to, to pray for you. And they're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we need to like, go sit down. Like you can, you can, you can pray. And I was like, no, no, we need to like go into the living room and sit down. Like, this is not like a standing prayer. And so, you know, it's like, Hey, look, like I, I'm just going to pray what I really believe God wants me to pray, you know? Um, and I'm just trusting that this is what he wants. And so it was one of those moments where my buddy's sitting right next to me, I put my hand on his shoulder and I just waited until I could personally just sense the presence of God. And all I said was, Lord. And my buddy just started bawling his eyes out. And I, and I knew in that moment that something was happening. Yeah. And so it's probably, if anyone heard the prayer, they'd probably say it was the worst prayer ever prayed because I literally <laughs> just read from my phone like the very specific things that I felt like God was doing. But I just felt so confident that that was what God wanted me to pray. And then I closed with the last, you know, hey, I really want to share these verses with you. And you know they were both a mess and then my friend says hey dude those verses i was praying psalm 23 over my wife as she was miscarrying this child that we're celebrating a year of life you know um you know a year from their death and i i just was so blown away and just like lord forgive me for any doubt you know like you are worthy of all trust. And so just from that place, I just was like, okay, Lord, like, show up, you know, do your thing. Like, I'm confident in you. And so they kept going through the adoption process, you know, and they were super excited. And it was probably maybe two months later, I was talking to my buddy on the phone. And I just, you know, he said, oh, yeah, you know, the the adoption, you know, and I just said, hey, look, listen. I'm still praying that same prayer that God yeah. gave me, wow. and He said, "You're not gonna believe this, but my wife is pregnant. You're the first person who knows." <laughs> he's like, "We're so scared." He, he, he's like, "Honestly, you don't want to tell anybody." He's like, "Honestly, we were kind of upset." Yeah, he's like, "To be honest, like we've we've had five or six miscarriages. When she found out she's pregnant, we kind of were upset." And, and then he's like, then I remembered, you know, us praying, you know, us being in that room. And, and it was just incredible because from that place, you know, I mean, praise God today, they have like a nine month old baby boy. That's amazing. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it, it, it just was one of those moments where I was just like, so blown away. And it was like, God, You gave that desire to me. I would have never done that on my own. I didn't want to do it even once you gave it to me. But you were honored and glorified and you showed up, you know, and it just felt so special. It's like being able to be a part of that, you know, and, and to me, I think it's just really a testimony of, man, just, just when God, when you feel like God's putting something on your heart to do, even if it scares you, even if you feel like I can't do it, you can rely on him and trust that he will give you the faith, the courage, the boldness, whatever it is, you know, and, and it's just so cool to look back on that and just, you know, and they haven't adopted a child because you can't, I guess, go through the adoption process if you're, it was something strange, but like I
1: think they they get worried that yeah, you're gonna you don't want the child anymore the, yeah yeah um, Ryan that's incredible and and something that you said popped out at me because I think it's a similar thread in in both of the stories that we shared and that was when you sat down to pray you waited to say a word mm-hmm. until you felt the presence of the Lord. Now we know God is omnipresent. We know yeah. that he knows everything he's omniscient and, and and those things. And and we don't mean to just brush past that, but there is, there's something to when it really feels like you have his attention again, he knows everything, but when it really feels like he's, he's invested yeah. in that moment and being able to wait on him. and And, and that was, I think kind of my plea in the midst mm. of, you know, my story with the whole God just, and and again, over and over and over and over. God, would you turn your face towards us now? Mm -hmm. Would you make it shine upon us now? Would you have favor? And would you have your grace and Mm -hmm. your mercy? God, and we thank you for those things every single day and every single morning. And those are not empty platitudes, Yeah, but Mm -hmm. just when you're advocating, even just for that, aspect of who God is, mm-hmm. for that level of his investment of what's going on. Again, it doesn't mean that he's not invested in other areas. It doesn't mean that in moments when, when you pray those prayers and you walk through those things with people in your life and it feels like God isn't moving and it feels like he's not there, that he's not invested because he is. Yeah. These are two examples out of a, a whole a lifetime in years and years and years and years of unanswered prayer. but I think it's important that that we just recognize in all of our prayers, mm-hmm. taking that time to just sit and wait yeah. on his presence. It's almost like he comes and sits down in the room with you and it's like, <laughs> now yeah. we can start.
0: Yeah, that's good. And, and I, I would say too, just to anyone out there, uh, just be encouraged. Like if you've been praying for something for a while, Keep praying. Yeah. Keep going, you know, and, and, and I think to make sure that the Holy Spirit has invited you into this prayer, make sure that you are inviting him into your praying, you know, that, that there's this partnership with God in how you're praying, why you're praying, what you're praying for, and especially who you're praying to. You know, just remember, you're praying to the God of all creation. Mm-hmm. He created everything out of nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can surely move in your midst, you know, and so have confidence in him and, and, and be still and know that he is God and know that he is speaking. So, you know, we just love to pray for you, encourage you. You know, we're here. You can reach out to us at info at churchrefuge.com. Yep. We love that opportunity. You know, this is such a joy to us just to get to talk about Jesus and to be able to encourage you all. So, you know, we just pray you'd have an awesome and an amazing day in Christ.